Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. Faith School is the place where your spirit is fed, your faith grows stronger, and you learn how to be an overcomer. We have been for a, a number of weeks now feeding on this passage in Hebrews 11, the great faith chapter. We call it by faith because so many of the verses, that's how they begin, by faith. Uh, this one did this by faith, that, this one did the other. And we're studying it because we have that same faith in us, a measure of that same faith that Abraham had, that David had, that, that Jesus has. And so this faith must be nourished and fed. And it needs to be not just once, but ongoing. It needs to be fed, which is why we we do this faith school on a regular basis. And it doesn't just need to be fed, it needs to be used. It needs to be exercised. It won't be enough for you to just watch all of the faith classes. That's not enough. You gotta feed it, but then you gotta use it. You gotta exercise it. You must make the faith choice. You must make the faith declaration. You must make the faith action and lay hold and receive and take the faith stand. And as you feed it and exercise it, it'll develop, it'll grow. What used to seem impossible to you will, will become entirely reachable and doable. So get your Bible, something to make a note with, come on into the class, let's release faith for exactly what we should have today. Father, we ask you for utterance and for the anointing of your Holy Spirit that teaches, reveals, reminds, guides, comforts, and strengthens, and helps. We ask for it in Jesus' name. We thank you for it and purpose to be doers of it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Look in Hebrews 10 again. We're at the point of completing, actually, our study on Hebrews 11. It's taken us a while as it should have. <laughs> it, how many think it's worth tearing on every verse and looking under every word? It is. And not to say we've exhausted it by any stretch, but uh, we're at the, at the nearing the end of these verses that we've covered. He said in Hebrews 10 and verse 35, cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward, you have need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. But we're not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Now faith is the substance or the confidence of things hoped for, the evidence or the conviction of things not seen. By it, the elders obtained a good report, or that's the word for witness. We see by faith, Abel 
offered to God a more excellent sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was translated. By faith, Noah uh, prepared the ark to the saving of his house. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out to a place which he should after receive, obeyed, went out, not knowing where he was going. Through faith, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Verse 13 says, these all died in faith. So we live by faith. We also die in faith. I like what one translation says. It says, they were still living by faith when they died. <laughs> Don't you like the way that? They, they never quit living by faith. And we never quit living by faith. Uh, everything we learn about faith in this life, we will carry with us into what comes next. We'll continue to use it. God has always operated by faith himself before there was an earth or before there were human beings. God has always functioned that way. So this is not something that's just relevant for a a time human experience. So we're not wasting any time feeding our faith and developing our faith here. We'll take it right into the next life and into the next things. He goes on to say in verse uh, 35 and 6, he said, uh, he's talking about people who were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Everybody say a better resurrection. Now, you know, a resurrection is great. (laughs) Wouldn't you agree? I mean, to be resurrected, that's tremendous. But there are better, obviously, resurrection. What is that talking about? Not just the moment of being resurrected, but what happens after you're resurrected. What you are resurrected to. Rewards will not all be equal. They will not. The scripture reveals this. Though There will be those who will rule over uh, five cities. And others who rule over ten cities, the Lord talks about. And the scripture said in the resurrection, 1 Corinthians 15, those resurrected will differ in glory like the stars differ in glory. Well, some stars are a lot bigger and brighter than others. It's cool to be a star, (laughs) right? Even a little star, (laughs) But, and people say, oh man, if if I can just get to heaven, that's all I can. Well, you say that now, but the Lord's giving you and I an opportunity every day of our life, and especially when there comes big decisions to be made that involve making it easy on myself or being willing to make big sacrifices, I can, with the right faith choice, Secure a better resurrection. Does this sound interesting to anybody? What what are we talking about? We're talking about a greater reward. A greater reward. A better resurrection. And it goes on talking about Jesus in the 12th chapter. And and verses 1, 2, and 3, and 4 especially. Um, And we see he paid the ultimate price. 
He sacrificed the most of anybody ever and it ever will, showing the greatest love, the greatest commitment to the Father, the greatest obedience, the greatest submission, and the greatest faith. Because he took on all that judgment and all that sin and even went to the heart of the earth. Even the enemy thought he had won. But Jesus never believed he had won. (laughs) He was believing for resurrection. Did he get a better resurrection? Oh, he got the most. He got the best there could ever be. Look at Philippians. It touches on this. Philippians 2, verse 5 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, was made in the likeness of men, being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, became obedient to death, even the death of Of the cross. Did it take faith to do that child of God? It did. But notice verse 6. He didn't think it robbery. To be equal with God. Let me say that another way. He didn't think it was too much to ask. Of him. To leave glory. To lay aside his mighty weight and glory and power. And be born In an animal stall. Are y'all with me? We we have no idea. How he humbled himself. Because this is all we've ever known. But to leave. From glory with the father. And go to that. And even to the point. In the end. Of having his clothes ripped away from him. And being spit on. And mocked and cursed and blasphemed. And and executed like the worst of criminals. He didn't think, well, that's too much to ask. Him being equal with God, him being God and laying that aside and becoming a human and going through that, he didn't find that too much to ask of him. That means he was willing to do anything, right? That that means there was no price he wasn't willing to pay. There was no cost he wasn't willing to expend. Now, why are we talking about this? This starts off with saying, let that mind be in you, too. This is the, you know, observing living by the law of the Christ, willing to bear one another's burdens, taking up our cross. We can't pay the price for sins. He's already done that. But there is a price that needs to be paid to help others in this life. Hmm? There is a price that needs to be paid to find and accomplish the will of God. There's a price that needs to, that you have to pay. Then you have to turn loose and leave things that you've known in order to fulfill ministry and preach the gospel and build the church. Do you know it, child of God? Yes. If, you, if you've gone very far in this, you know there, there are choices. You have to choose to say, well, 
Maybe I'm comfortable. Maybe I'm this and that. But the Lord's asking me to do this. Right? So am I going to hug this little house and my little retirement and I'm going to do this? Why? I'm not going to be here much longer anyway. See, people act like they're going to live down here forever. And it's so foolish because in just a few more days, you are out of here. People are dying across this. They tell us 150 some thousand people will die on the face of this planet today. People are living here by the scores of thousands every day. And we need to realize I'm not here for very long. I don't need to just make my little nest and say, I got to be comfortable. Y'all leave me alone. I, I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered. I've worked hard. I've retired. I'm, I'm, what, I, I'm trying to retire early. Leave me alone. Listen. Listen. You were born for this time. And there are divine purposes. Things you're supposed to do. Places you're supposed to go. Things you're supposed to be a part of and be involved in. It will require you being inconvenienced. It will mess up your schedule. Come on out with me. It'll cause you to miss things that your flesh wanted to do or had planned to do. But when it happens, if you think right, you'll go, well, glory to God. Uh, the Lord's asking me to do something and it's costing me something. And I, if I'll do it gladly and willingly, I will obtain a better, oh class, can you get excited about this? A better resurrection. Oh, a better resurrection. A better resurrection. I mean, a resurrection is outstanding. But a better, that means what you're resurrected to. What happens after you're resurrected. He, uh, he did it. He didn't think it was too much to ask. He didn't, he didn't think it robbery being equal with God, for him to lay that down and become a human being like us and pay the price. Wherefore, verse 9, did it, did it do anything for him? Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Was Je is Jesus' faith being justified? Oh, man. Does he regret paying that price. No. Does he regret leaving heaven and, and doing that? No. It was hard for a moment. Everybody say for a moment. For a moment. For a moment. You can endure hardness for a moment in order to receive eternal glory. Oh, can somebody say amen? Amen. You can receive, you can endure hardness for a moment. Go to Acts, the 20th chapter, please. Acts chapter 20. I'll tell you what, that, uh, that better resurrection thing is going over in my spirit. I, I'm not going to forget that anything, anytime soon or ever. Thank God, thank God. Thank God. The greatest faith, as we've said, is willing to sacrifice the most. And not in a depressed way. Okay. I'll do it. I'll give it all up for Jesus. Y'all pray for me. No, see, you're unwilling. 
You're acting like what you're giving up is more valuable than what you're doing it for. You don't, you're not thinking right. You're not seeing it. Again, when Jesus told the rich young ruler, they, let me paraphrase a little bit. Young man, you want to go all the way? I do, I do. Etern- all the way eternal life. Full eternal life. You're close. One thing. Liquidate all that money. Help a bunch of people in need. Take up your cross. Follow me. You'll have treasure in heaven and a place close with me. Come on. The guy said, my money. All my money. All my, you don't know how much money I got. All my money. Can you see that? What's the problem? What's the problem? His value system. He doesn't know how little value the money is. He doesn't realize how soon. There ain't going to be no money, no earth, none of this. How soon he's going to be gone off the earth. He doesn't know how great treasure in heaven is. <laughs> he had no clue. But he should have trusted the master. Right? He doesn't know what it means that he has a personal close place to come with him and travel with him now. And be, who knows, what he could have been a part of the foundation of in the church. I don't know. But he missed an amazing opportunity. Paul, you know, he, he was a real up-and-comer. Acts 20 is where I want you to go. Um, he talks about this in Galatians and other places. He was the Pharisee's golden boy. <laughs> He, he trained at the feet of Gamaliel, which was the top. And he was Gamaliel's star student. He was, he had it, man. And he even talks about it. They, uh, if you put all the pieces together, they all thought he is the future of the Pharisee camp. And he, after he gets saved, uh, he gets shunned. They try to kill him. People take vows to kill him. And he said, I count all of that garbage that I may win Christ and that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Hallelujah. He, his values changed, didn't he? I mean, he was on the fast track to uh, Pharisee stardom. You know, he, <laughs> and you laugh, but they had political clout too. And they had wealth, too. I mean, it was a whole package of stuff there. Uh, And uh, he lost it all when he said, I met Jesus. (laughs) He lost it all. He lost it. And he said, he said, that's like garbage to me. I count it all dung. When you think right and, and, and your heart is right and your faith vision, you're not crying over what you're leaving. Hmm? I left a hot rod and a motorcycle and a 1969 Marriott mobile home. <laughs> You're laughing now, but it was home. It was, it was all we had. <laughs> you think I regret that now? No. What God has done for us? We, we left a, a really nice house in, in Tulsa and, and uh, uh, we had a, a hangar and everything. 
you think I regret that now? The Lord has given us so much more, and that's just in this life. Can you see it? But if you will follow the Lord all the way, which is what this rich young ruler is talking about, there will be junctures where it will require greater commitment to go further. Now, you can stop at any place you want to where you're comfortable and the Lord's not going to make you do a thing. But if you want to go further, you want to go all the way, he'll say, all right, you coming? Oh, yeah. Okay. Turn it loose. You got to turn loose what you know, what you're comfortable with, and you got to leave the seen and known and step into the unseen and the unknown. But guess who will be there? Guess who will have you by the hand when you go? Is that right? (laughs) But I've seen it. Phyllis and I, through these past 40 years, there have been several main junctions where we we had to do that and you come right up to it. Uh, I know when when we were leaving uh, uh, Tulsa to considering it to go to Branson, I struggled with that for a few days. It had took 20 years to get to where we were and it looked like you'd just be almost starting over again. And I remember I was shaving one morning and and I'm, I'm not saying anything, but you know how things will go through your heart and your mind. I'm thinking, are we really going to do this? Are we really just going to liquidate everything and, and just, we don't know anybody there and, 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 and finally I, uh, the Lord asked me I don't mean to hurt a voice but inside he said Keith do you believe I'm able to do better for you than this I mean it came up in me just as clear do you believe I'm able to do better for you than this or in other words do you believe I've maxed out you know here that this, this is as good as it could ever be. And I laid my razor down. I said, yes, sir. I do believe that. And if you say so, then that's how it is. Here we go. I made the decision. Phyllis and I had already talked. And we talked again. We made the decision. Here we go. We did it. <laughs> it was a big step of faith. But oh, man, what the Lord has done for us. And then again in Florida. And then again with the word supply. And I mean, the first time, first time we stepped out to say all of our materials will be free of charge. People cleaned the shelves off. I mean, they walked out of there with sacks full of things. And my, my, my uh, staff was going, what are we going to do now? <laughs> we, we had to learn to structure it a little bit, but we were moving in the right direction. And now years and years have passed and the word supply has never run out. It just keeps coming in. And so all of that is seed. We're sowing all of that. You are partners, everybody's involved. You reckon that would affect a better resurrection. You see what we're talking about? And now we got another arm right here, faith school. It's underwritten by all the partners. And we're sowing this into your life so you can hear these things. You can see these things. You can know these things. And when the junctures come up, you make the right choice. You don't do like the rich young ruler and go, my money, my money, my house, my house, mom and daddy, my place, my friends, country club, golfing, fishing. Oh, no, my retirement. What do you say? Treasure in heaven. Lord, tell me that. Did you say treasure in heaven? (laughs) 
It reminds me of this, you know, uh, David and Goliath, when he went out to see the battle and he marched, this giant marched around and the king had said, if anybody's brave enough to go out and face that big dude, he will get to marry the king's daughter and his family basically will be tax free in the kingdom. And so David said, say what? <laughs> say, say what? Everybody else, all they heard was 10 foot uh, killing machine. You know what David heard? Get to marry the pretty uh, king's daughter and tax free forever. And so he'd go to somebody and he said, tell me what the king said. And it made his brothers mad. They said, what do you say? He said, shush, tell me again about the, the pretty girl and the tax free. <laughs> he defeated the 10 foot killing machine. And he got the pretty girl and the tax free. <laughs> Didn't last long. He got run off, you know. But then he, was, then he was made king over everything. But it just goes to say, faith sees differently. Right? Flesh only sees the problem in the middle of, of the situation. Faith sees the answer. Uh, uh, flesh only sees, that's my sacrifice. That's too much to ask. Too much to ask. Faith says, that's nothing to ask. Treasure in heaven. <laughs> Close to the Lord, right? And that enables you to turn loose of what you know and see and have and reach for something that's even greater that you have not seen yet. Can you say glory to God? Glory to God. Paul, when they were trying to help talk him out of obeying in Acts 20, uh, he said, verse 24, none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear to myself, that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of peace. He said, I, I don't count my life something dear and precious to try to hold on to. I'm willing to live. I'm willing to die for the Lord. None of these things even move me. Is that faith talk? But is it right talk? When you trust God, you'll never be disappointed for any sacrifice that you make. Oh, glory to God. Have we enjoyed this faith study in Hebrews 11? Well, there'll be more faith to come. Don't be concerned about that. But our time's up for today. Say it like we do. I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. Really enjoyed being with you again this week in Faith School. If you're only recently joining us, uh, we're completing the study on Hebrews 11. Uh, we have some 150 plus lessons uh, that cover that. So please go back uh, on the website and get caught up. You need to get the whole thing on this. Uh, these broadcasts are brought to you free of charge. They're produced because of our partners. If it wasn't for our partners, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't exist. You can become a partner too, not to try to pay for it, but to help send it to somebody else so that they get the same kind of benefits that you do, cause it to continue. Information is on your screen. You can become a partner today. You can help send the word to others. That is the Great Commission. Go into all the world and proclaim and teach the good news to every created being. We're doing it. You're a part of it. We're going to finish this thing and please the Lord, and we'll be out of here very soon. We're going to be back here in faith school again. Come join us on a regular basis. Feed your faith. 
We're going from grace to grace, faith to faith, glory to glory for His glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941 702 7390.